Hey guys, welcome to the Youth Fitness Podcast. Topics on youth fitness with a focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin Family, the developers of the Brand X Method, and the Athlete Coach Network. Youth need great coaches now more than ever. Brand X has dedicated themselves to doing what is best for kids for over two decades and now offers mentoring, education, programming, and resources in one smart package to empower coaches to efficiently deliver world-class youth programs. Check out their plug and play options and join the Brand X family today. You plus Brand X equals youth program success. We're here today for the third in our series of U18's Base Build Boost. So today, we're going to talk about boost. Yes, we are. In the first two episodes, we talked about base and build. And we went over the fact that in, uh, in base, we're teaching kids how to move. In build, we're building on the lessons they've learned and we're testing them testing whether they remember those lessons as they, as, they, as they expand their movement vocabulary. And now we're moving into boost where kids are actually training. It doesn't mean that the kids don't get stronger when they're in base or they're in build, but now because kids move so well, because they can regulate their own movement, in other words, um, they understand when they're moving badly and they'll stop, reset, and redo it again. Because um, these kids now move this so well, we can literally put them on a training schedule and watch them just uh, you know, explode athletically and, and strength-wise in, in, in this phase. I love what you just said. It's uh, autonomy. So yeah. we want, obviously, when we're working with kids always, um, the ultimate goal is for them to completely understand their capacity and growth and have that autonomy yeah. to go, oops, I need to go back. Because um, what is our goal? The goal is to have them leave our gyms and be able to lead an active, healthy, movement-rich life. And they do that not because I'm standing there telling them or you're standing there telling them what to do. It's because they understand how to do those yeah, things. And they can, they can apply what they've learned to their life and to whatever sport, activity, or task life brings their way. In this phase, what we want to really understand is that to maximize their training potential, we, do, we, we spend a lot of time in that base and build those base and build phases, because we want them to step into this boost phase in this you know, almost autonomous ability at this point. So let's talk a little bit about what, the, what goes on in this, in this phase. The, the uh, first thing we want to say is that you know, we still use uh, tempo and pause training here. For these kids now, instead of it, you know, they're learning to control the movement, now they're using time and retention to gain strength. So the tempo and pause training is still really very effective here. And again, kind of going back to what, the, what we know, these kids now move so well, we can add in things like volume. So here is, it's, it's, so here is perfectly appropriate to say to a kid, I want you to do 100 air squats because we know that we're going to get 100 good air squats. It makes perfect sense to increase the intensity. I want you to do 100 air squats as fast as you can. Because they'll stop and reset, like we said, if, they're, if they start to move poorly. It's perfectly appropriate and, and to you know, begin to increase the loads. 
um, these kids move so well that, you know, you can almost come in and, and put them on a schedule and be like, we're just going to do five pounds more a week. You know, we talk about our, our, our youth weightlifting program, our barbell club, and we had kids come in for years and every time we tested, they were, they, they had PRs. It wasn't that we ever, I don't think we ever got to a testing phase and had kids stall out. Talk about motivation. Oh yeah, that was knowing that every week you make progress that's measurable is fantastic. Right, and I'm gonna, we want to come back to that, and that's a, a huge, that's huge. We want to come back to that in a minute. The second thing is we can we can talk about complexity. So here it is, you know, perfectly appropriate to you know teach your kids snatch or you know Olympic weightlifting things like that because in base kids learned how to brace, they learned how to hinge, they learned how to hold their shoulders in good positions. In build we tested those things. And now they can put them to good practice, you know, using doing complex move in um, in this boost phase. And and we would say that this also definitely sets them up for a reduced risk of injury in whatever they pursue, because we've given us the given them this long term plan for development. I'd also like to say, as Jeff just talked about, adding a barbell in, basically Olympic lifting and that sort of thing, that. Everyone understands boost when it comes to a barbell, but what about gymnastic movements? What about body weight? Well, let's talk about how this whole how we move through this whole thing with in, in gymnastics or calisthenics. The um, you know the thing like like you said, everybody understands it with the barbell. When you start to break this down, a, a kid who doesn't understand how to hold their shoulder in a good position doesn't know how to squat correctly, doesn't know how to hinge right. Well, of course they shouldn't be doing a complex move like the snatch. When you really just kind of start to break things down, everybody gets that. But when we come to gymnastics, people kind of lose their mind. So, I mean, I mean let's, well, let's take a step back. Like, oftentimes we see people lose their mind over the barbell, but let's just let's put that aside. And now we're coming back to gymnastics, people losing their mind about gymnastics. So they'll take and they go like, we want to teach somebody to handstand walk. Handstand walk being a complex movement, what we would do in boost. So what do you see people do? They mark out, you know, they tape out like five meters on the floor and they tell their kids, get upside down and walk. And yes, a percentage of the kids will start to get the handstand walk. And it looks like a scorpion, legs hanging over, back bent over, and they'll, they'll make it to five meters. And eventually some of them will be able to do things like, you know, walk you know, further. But I want to take a step by step away from that. And I want to look at like, how does a kid, a child, learn to walk? Well, first they learn to crawl. And then they crawl over to a table and they grab the sides of the table and they'll pull themselves up and they'll do that for a while. And then they'll pull themselves up to the table and they'll let go of the table and they'll just kind of balance there on their own. And then they'll grab, re-grab the table and they'll start to walk around the table using the table as a, as a, um, as a you know, crutch. And eventually they'll let go of the table and they'll walk. So if you were watching a, you know, one of your friends and they just had a baby and the baby was crawling and then the baby walks, crawls over to the table and pulls itself up and you watch your friend reach over, grab the kid by the back and shove him and say, you know, I'm trying to teach him how to run. You go, that's inappropriate. It's an inappropriate um, step into the developmental process here. It's a lot of things. <laughs> it's a lot of it, yeah. <laughs> The bottom of the list might be like, well, <laughs> CPS. But it's an inappropriate way that kids, that, that you know, when we, when we kind of take this out and we go like, we're going to teach somebody to handstand walk, it's inappropriate to just go like, okay, get upside down and try to walk. I also want to man mention the transferability of 
a scorpion position oh. versus a brace position. Yeah. And, and, and so having that in mind, it should be on a coach's mind. Am I teaching things that transfer to so many other So I think that's the, that's the end goal there in Boost. So we come back and we go like, what do we, what do we want to teach in base? Well, we need to teach the children how to hold their shoulders in good positions. We need to teach them how to brace so that when they get upside down, they know how to hold their body in the right position. They know how to hold their shoulders in the right position. You know, in base, we would do things like teach them those movement skills, then teach them how to do really good wall walk-ups. We'd come into build and they could do that, those good wall walk-ups all the way to the point to where, where they're holding a really good position with their you know, chest and bellies against the wall, thighs against the wall, feet together, that kind of thing. We'd have them coming off the wall, kicking up into a handstand, holding in a good position, just holding a handstand in a good position. We might have them do wall walk-ups and then do, you know, begin to do shoulder taps, drills like that. And once they're competent with those things, they understand the movement skills, they can hold themselves in a good position, they can transfer to that good position to a couple of other things. Now we can go to, to, to boost and go like, okay, now we're going to get upside down and we're going to walk that five meters. And what you'll end up seeing is kids walking that five meters with their body in a good position, stacked over their shoulders and their feet together and their, their legs together. And the important thing there is because they have that great base and because they've tested that great base that in build, now they can not just handstand walk, but we can expand that. They can do things like, okay, I want you to walk five meters, pause, hold for five meters or five seconds, walk another five meters. I want you to, to walk five meters, pause, do a 360. I want you to walk five meters. Um, and then I want you to go up and down some stairs. I want you to, you know, do freestanding shoulder taps. I want you to, you know, there's just so many things you can do because we've set them up to, to succeed by doing the things you said, um, making sure that these, that their position is correct and that they have good control of that position. And that is, you know, we like, again, like we said, like we understand how this works with, um, with the barbell, but the same principles apply when we're working on, on having them do a complex um, uh, gymnastic skill as well. Agreed. It also makes me think about health span and the idea of a pyramid of what the base is and at the top being sport or whatever challenge someone pursues, right? If we don't, if we rush to boost and then we make the base a tiny layer and we make build a tiny layer because we think that what we want to do is have our kids snatching when they're six. What have we done to their potential? We've lessened the potential height of that pyramid. And, and that means we're muting their overall potential by speeding through. And I mean, this has been said in a million ways, long-term athletic de development, all kinds of people have talked about this subject, but how we just need to visualize, come on, let's, let's slow this down take the long view and give them the best possible health span mm -hmm. instead of the fastest. Let's take the shortest route. I think that's another way of alliterating what I like to say is like, you know, can they maximize that training potential once they hit boost? That's yes. a really great, great way of alliterating that. I think that also kind of feeds into a couple of other things that we, that we want to talk about to gym owners. Like not only does it benefit the kids to, um, to take this long view, you're setting them up to succeed forever, and they can they can take these lessons and expand them to whatever they want, um, whatever they want to do outside of the gym. 
because that's our ultimate goal is not, you know, doing what's best for kids. Yeah. And making sure that they can step out of our gym and use these lessons outside of the gym. But so, so doing this and having that long view um, and making sure that they understand the rules of movement before we have them doing complex movement. Playing the game. Right. Um, yeah. That's a benefit for the kids, but it's also a be benefit for the, for your program. If you take a kid and you, you know, he's uh, nine years old, doesn't know how to hinge yet, doesn't know how to brace yet, doesn't know how to hold his shoulders correctly overhead, and you teach him to snatch, we're snatching. The only thing that child sees as progression, the only thing that nine-year-old sees as progression is more weight. And they're not set up for more weight. And biologically, they're not really ready for a lot more weight. And what ends up happening is they see, not only have we muted their potential, but they see lack of progress. Their parents see lack of progress. And therefore, they go, you know what, I'm, I'm bored, I'm tired, I want, out, I want out of this. But if you give them step by step by step by step by step over years, um, taking into account not just uh, time training, but also biological development, when you start to introduce these things, now these kids explode athletically. We had over 100 state and national powerlifting records with our kids. We had kids who walked on to sports they'd never played before in college and, and make the team. You not only make the team, you make captain of the team. Military <laughs> yeah. academy scholarship. Every military academy. Um, this, this view helps um, retention in your programs for, for gym owners. This, this, this pathway, it, it helps that retention and it, it also leads to longevity for the program. Now longevity for the kids in the program and longevity for your program as well. Incremental progress. Incremental progress. Right. Right. It's constantly motivating. That whole pathway is going to keep them there. So it's it's a it's a great thing to be able to add that boost right. to your skill set. Yeah, boost is really an important um, aspect of of where we want our kids to to uh, to go in our, in this process. This has been a series on our methodology of base build boost. We're going to come back in the future with uh, some of our coaches, and we're going to talk about these. Um, base build boost again individually and really and really dive into techniques and and how we can um, can maximize each of these areas and and help kids move through these areas perfect see you next time welcome to the athlete coach network a new connection based training platform that breaks down regional barriers and connects coaches and athletes anytime anywhere you're an athlete and love to push yourself Who's guiding you? As an athlete, you can filter and search our library to find the perfect coach or sign up for a membership to get video feedback and comments from our coaches all over the world. As a coach, you can set up your profile and advertise your credentials, set your own price for video reviews or direct messaging to ensure your rates reflects the value of your time. Welcome to the Athlete Coach Network and welcome to the future of sports coaching. That was the Youth Fitness Podcast, topics on youth fitness with focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin family, the developers of the Brand X Method and the Athlete Coach Network. We hope you guys enjoyed that episode and you listen for more.